And welcome to Above Replacement Radio, where we're talking baseball uh, for the Hall of Fame announcements. It's a yeah. half episode, if this, you noticed. This is more than just a kind of whenever. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the no, this is the ultimate ARR yearly event, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting. It's the end of an era for for many. Um, it's I don't know. I'm just I'm treating this like. I mean, not that they aren't going to have opportunities to be in the Hall of Fame after this, but I'm treating this as a bit of a funeral. It's a funeral for the integrity of the Hall. I'm not going to lie. It really is. Or at least the, yeah. Or at well, least the BBWAA. Which is, like, still, like, probably maybe the most in, into like integral part of the voting system, mm-hmm. oddly enough. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it's certainly a downgrade. Um... It's weird, and it's overshadowing, like, the potential of us seeing David Ortiz as a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to turn this down a little bit. Um, the announcement's going to be made in just a few minutes. It is currently 6.13 uh, p.m. Eastern Time. We're, we got MLB Network streamed. And, um, yeah, I mean, David Ortiz is at 83.4%, I believe. He needs about two-thirds of the private ballots um, to get in. Yeah. And I, my prediction is that I would give it like a 60 to 65% chance. I feel pretty optimistic. Uh, he would have to, I know Bonds and Clemens last year had 11 points, 11.5% between um, pre-election results and actual results. And David Ortiz, you know, like he's gotten more support in this first year. And he, he I think he needs to stay below like 8 something percent um, to stay above 75. I think, I think... If he makes it, I think I don't think he gets more than seventy-seven. Okay, here we go. Is it though? The death of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> 1936 through 2022. None of which made it. This is some good radio. There we go! It happened! He is in! David Ortiz is a Hall of Famer! Oh yeah, let him let him in, let him in. Alright, we have Bono Siddhartha joining us sorry, sorry, on the show. Sorry. I didn't know y'all were recording, but... Is that this it? Is, this is very informal. It's a it's a it reaction is. show. So please butt in whatever whenever you want. David Ortiz, amazing player, guaranteed Hall of Famer. Hey, a couple of a couple of PED scares, but none of them confirmed. So yeah. good for him. It's just rumors. Shout out to Big Poppy. Love him forever. Not a Red Sox fan, but love his game. Absolutely. Yes, that's uh, wise words. I. 
I mean, I'd rather hear that. That should be on MLB Network and not yeah. this guy. Some PED scares, but it's okay. But it's okay. <laughs> hey, some PED scares, but none of them confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. None of them confirmed. For sure. That's a-okay though. Hey, Hall of Famer. I, I I don't know about anyone else. I bet he's gonna be the only one that's elected in. But. Yeah, they did announce. They did announce that. Um, yeah, in uh, in each of the Red Sox three World Series runs that he was a part of, uh, he had a 1,200 OPS in the playoffs. <laughs> in each of those three runs, he was a. Uh, that's that's the one. That's the one. Seventy-seven point nine percent of the vote. Wow. That's literally by the skin of his teeth. Hey, but for that stat, how about that? How about, how about that? that? I'll see you guys later. How about that? Bono Siddhartha. What is that? A four-time guest now? Um, yeah, I guess four-time guest Bono Siddhartha tying his uh, his fellow high school alumni, Nico Fasella. That's right. And, and college alumni, right, obviously. COVID roommate. COVID roommate. Yeah. Um, intramural 70. softball teammate. That's true. 77.9. I literally said he's going to top out at 77, and he literally got 77.9. Um. Yeah, that's true. So that's yeah. it for Bonds Clemens. I don't know. I like. I can't make a big deal of the death of Bonds Clemens. Chilling Sosa. Like we knew. They, we yeah. knew. We knew. I knew. Like we knew after last year. I'm probably. gonna be honest. I knew deep down, like three or four years ago, but I didn't want to say anything publicly until two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I can't like. With and with Chilling, I pretty much knew last year. Like last year was the year mm-hmm. he probably would have been able to get in. Um, oh. BBWA released the full results. Uh, Bonson Clemens got 66 and 65.2%. Scott Rowland, 63.2%. That is really encouraging. Uh, he's probably, oh, yeah. I think he's going to be in this year. Shilling 58.6%. Oh my god, Omar Vizquel, 23.9%. Wow. <laughs> I thought he. I, you said 20, I said 21. He got 23. He got 23.9. That's un, unreal. Oh my goodness. Um, the BBWAA does just top themselves. <laughs> anyway, uh, Todd Helton, 52%. That is. I saw Wagner got 51. Wagner, 51. That's encouraging. He tops 50 for the first time. Andrew Jones got to 41%. He topped 40 for the first time. Gary Sheffield, 40.6. Alex Rodriguez, 34.3. It's actually a lot better than I thought. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he yeah. did shockingly well on the private ballots. Um, Jeff Kent, thirty-two point seven percent. Manny Ramirez, twenty-eight point nine percent. Omar Vizquel, twenty-three point nine percent. That's still a, a near twenty percent. It's over a twenty percent loss from last year. Twenty-five, twenty-six percent loss from last year. Um, still just a detrimental year for him. But um, yeah. Sammy Sosa, 18.5%. Andy Pettit, 10.7%. Jimmy Rollins, 9.4%. Bobby Abreu, 8.6%. Kind of not moving from last year. Mark Burley, uh, 5.8%, just barely staying on the ballot. Torrey Hunter, 5.3%, just barely staying on the ballot. And then Joe Nathan, 43 just missing. Tim Hudson in his second year, 3.0, falling off the ballot. Tim Lincecum, 2.3%. Ryan Howard, 2%. Mark Teixeira, 1.5%. Justin Morneau, 1.3%. Jonathan Papelbon, 1.3%. Prince Fielder, 0.5%. AJ Brzezinski got two votes. And then Carl Crawford and Jake Peavy got zero. Dang. Wow. Um, yeah, really by the skin of his teeth. I think he got there by like five or six votes. Yeah. Yeah, by the math of it. Yelling across the street, I predicted today, I predicted 76.5. Yeah. And, uh... And it was a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, 
And that's a good thing. We we didn't really talk we didn't really talk a lot about David Ortiz's case. We didn't really go too in depth. I mean, like, what else do you need to say? Like, if you know baseball, if you're listening to the show, you've probably at least heard the name David Ortiz. Like, yeah. you understand his impact on the game, his contributions to the Red Sox organization. Like, of course he deserved to be in. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, he brought back, you know, he brought World Series baseball back to Fenway. He brought a title back for the first time in 86 years. He won three while there. He hit 688 in a World Series. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a no-doubter. I mean, the only the only questions you really had were the, the Mitchell report, yeah. which, see, you know, I mean, it seems to be very obsolete now. Uh, yeah, very, very much so. Very much seems to. And yeah, like, in all those World Series, he had a heavy impact. I know, I know I would say two of them, you definitely could not have won without David Ortiz. And then 07, like, still, um, it's still a question mark given, uh, I guess, like, his, uh, you know, in the ALCS, that was a seven-game series in yeah. 07. You probably don't win that without Ortiz's uh, bat. So Scott Rowland goes from 52.9% to 63.2%. So that is a that is a close to 11%. It's an 11% gain, a little more than that. Um, if he gets that exact gain next year, he's going in. And he's probably going to get more than that next year, especially with how depleted the ballot's going to look next year yes. compared to this year. Um, so that's very encouraging. Scott Rowland, uh, on a... On a ballot with a relatively weak-looking first-year class, it's encouraging to know that we are almost guaranteed to be celebrating Scott Rowland next year. Um, Billy Wagner got to 50% this year after being at 46.4. Um, Todd Helton got to 50 after being to 44.9. Gary Sheffield, I think, stayed like right around the same place. Did Gary Sheffield get 40.6%? Did I read that right? If that's so, he got the exact same percent as last year. Um, which is fascinating. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's good. Gary Sheffield got the exact same percent as last year. Didn't move. Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. So so some good signs for some of the non like tenth year guys. Mm-hmm. Um, some good signs moving forward. Um, I think yeah. I think my. My new, um, my new guy to get behind who needs more support is Andrew Jones. 100%. I agree with that. Uh, 41% in, what, his fifth year now? Yeah. That's honestly not that bad. I was looking at it today. Um, Larry Walker was at 21% after his seventh year. So, right. you know, I know that 44% doesn't seem like it's much progress halfway through the ballot, but, like, it's it looks a lot better because a lot of these guys tend to get more support towards the end of their ballots. Yeah, uh, especially guys like Andrew Jones, who you know wasn't linked to PEDs. Um, I know he did have some off the field issues, but that doesn't seem to be other than Omar Vizquel, uh, who just I didn't think had that strong of a case beforehand. Uh, you know, didn't have that. You know, that's the only time where it's been an effect, but it really hasn't to Jones, and yeah. it didn't. I don't think it did to Bonds either. Um, but Andrew Jones, I do think. I do think he gets in eventually, honestly. I truly say that. And I think the same for Scott Rowland. I think the same for Billy Wagner. And I think the same for Todd Helton. I think there are plenty of future Hall of Famers on this ballot, including the possible steroid guys who could get in via the Today's Game Era Committee, which they are eligible eligible for next year. Yeah, I would uh, I would agree there. Like, yeah, it doesn't seem... 
Yeah, it does not seem... Oh, Pedro in the background. That's adorable. Yeah, it does not seem out of the ordinary that um, that those guys you just mentioned uh, will get in. Billy, Wa- Billy Wagner might be a little bit of a question mark considering how late he is into it, but he's still got he's still got over 50% of the vote in what? what his seventh year. Like seventh I just mentioned, year, yeah. that's his, he, his total this year was double Larry Walker's percent in his seventh year. Yeah, I think, I, um, I think I'm comfortable with my... I don't know when I said it, but I think I said it was going to be tenth year. Like yeah, maybe ninth. I think I think Billy Wagner, if he gets in, his tenth year. It might it might be a thing where yeah, ninth year he gets like seventy one percent of the vote, and it's like ah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, Larry Walker, good. I hate to keep bringing him up, but Larry Walker had fifty four percent in his ninth year too. Yeah, like yeah. he just had a like he went from thirty four percent to fifty four percent to seventy six percent. He's the most extreme. He he definitely example. is the most extreme. Edgar Martinez is another one too. I think he was right around. In his seventh year, right around where like Jones is, where, um, mm-hmm. you know, Wagner, Roland, Helton, he's like right in that wheelhouse around that time. He got in tenth year. Um, I think next year is going to be like I mentioned on the last show. It's going to be the year that a lot of people get some big gains. You know, not a ton this year, except really Scott Roland. Um, I think Bonds and Clements had their biggest gain on a ballot in like five years. Not that it matters. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, by the way, rest in peace to all the takes of they're going to make them wait it out till their 10th year, but they're going to give it up in their in that 10th year. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I mean, they still got, you know, around two-thirds of the vote. but They got it, yeah, well, one of them did. Um, but yeah, yeah, Bonds got 66.0, right, and Clemens got... 65.2, I think. 65.2, um, so, you know, I mean, I guess... You do forget, you know, them not being Hall of Famers. They still got around, you know, around two-thirds of the BBWAA writers agreed mm-hmm. that they were Hall of Famers, but that's not, not enough. Hall, that's not how the Hall of Fame works. Not enough. Um, luckily, I guess, yeah. I mean, only Bonds got two-thirds. He got 66.0 and Clemens got 65.2. Well, Bonds didn't even get two-thirds technically. I mean, you got to get 66.6. That's true. That's true. Um, but, you know, they got close to that. I'm glad... David Ortiz got in, so we didn't have to have a conniption about people sending in blank ballots. Yeah, yeah. I'm very glad we were we didn't have to we were spared that two years in a row. It would have been it really would have been a bad look for baseball for sure if this if two years in a row you're not putting anyone or not putting anyone from the BBWAA ballot in in uh into the yeah into the Hall of Fame. It's just yeah, it would have been. You know, six guys who all played, you know, at least 40 years ago um, and not, you know, some of the guys that some fans grew up with. <clears throat> but, but yeah, I mean, uh, I think I think we saw kind of what we expected yesterday when we recorded. Yeah, we did. Um, I think I don't think I don't think there's any surprises. Yeah, really. No. Uh, I think the biggest surprise for me was Arod getting thirty four percent. I thought the private ballots were gonna crush him a lot more than they did. Yeah, because I think true. he was. I think he was trending around like thirty, like high thirty percents, uh, on the public ballots. Yeah, or like, or yeah, around like low forties or something like that. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, he not a not a not too steep of a drop off like. What was what were Bonds and Clemens at before the 
um, private ballots came out? Uh, like 70, like 6%. They dropped about 10%. So Bonds and Clemens dropped more than A-Rod, which is interesting. Yeah. On the private I guess ballots. it does make a little more sense when you have a higher percentage. And um, like, like maybe Bonds, Clemens, and A-Rod did around the same percent on the private ballots. Right. But that's going to affect Bonds and Clemens more than it does A-Rod. True, true, true. That's probably what it was. But, um... I thought I thought they were gonna crush him a lot more because A Rod is a different case with steroids. Um, Jeff Kent gonna get fifty percent next year. What is yeah? Thirty two point seven percent. Thirty two point seven. Um, yeah, I think he gets at least forty eight. Mm-hmm. I think he gets um, at least forty eight. I think just looking forward to next year, I think um, if we're setting goals for certain people, I'll, I'll talk about the four you know futures so to speak. Roland, I think gets in next year. Yep. Um, he needs right around the same increase as he did la- as he had last year, or as he had this year, I should say. And I think he'll have no problem getting that. I think he'll get much more than that because he didn't gain a ton this year on the public ballots, and I think they're going to really support him next year with a more depleted ballot. Um, Todd Helton, I think the next step for him, and I think the next step for him is get to sixty percent. Um, for Billy Wagner, I'd say fifty-five, just because I feel like he's going to have a harder time gaining votes that he doesn't already have just because he's a reliever true and you know maybe it's hard to say the same about helton who played at cores and that's one thing that's been going against that uh, went against larry walker for years mm-hmm. jones i think the goal is get to 50 next year yeah so yeah all those guys got to get on the campaign trail um you know reach out to the local bbwaa writers and uh, do some convincing absolutely um <laughs> Bobby Abreu in three years has still not gotten past 10%. Yeah. I think he will next year, though. I think he'll get to 15% next year. That's a hot take. There you go. Yeah. Like, hey, more depleted ballot. Yeah, it very well could happen. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, he doesn't seem to be <laughs> trending that well. But, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're, on, we're, in on, we're in on him. And if you want to know... A little bit why you can go to our YouTube channel, go to some of the bubble cases we did. Mm-hmm. The Bobby Abreu, Abreu one has an odd, like a good amount of views for an ARR video. Oddly enough. Oh hell yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it definitely is the most obscure person to make a strong Hall of Fame yeah. case for, considering the support that they get. Yeah, there's. Uh, I'll take a look right now. It has like 40-something, which is not... No, still not a lot. I mean, not usual for... For, uh... For an ARR video. Um, analytics. Hell yeah, analytics. 53. 53, yeah. It, got, it has Gained us a subscriber. Views. Gained us a subscriber, yes. <laughs> um, so shout out to that person. Yeah, there people were interested in the Bobby Abreu thing. It was That's interesting. Cool. Um, Certainly, no BBWAA writers were flipped. <laughs> yeah, no. Based off of that, I think he got right around the same percent as last year as well. Um, what did? Let me check what Bobby yeah, Abreu probably. did last year because I know he was at eight percent. I feel like this would not be the year where people are like, hmm, no. "Let's give Bobby Abreu another shot." No, because I mean, two good first years. Um, Bobby Abreu last year had 8.7. He went down 0.1 percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like weird. It's so weird that it's a stat. It, this year was one of the best ballots in general, but like there were not a lot of big gains because it was kind of sharing the wealth, really. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And it makes a lot of sense considering 
uh, you know, there were no 10th years last year, mm-hmm. so you were only adding guys, only exactly. adding high-quality uh, candidates. Yeah, I mean, like, they were not, yeah, like, you weren't losing anyone from last year. Yeah. You know, like, anyone who was on a ballot last year, you're probably keeping plus Ortiz A-Rod. Yep. And you're probably dropping people if you had a 10-person ballot last year to make room for Ortiz A-Rod. Therefore, you're not really adding anyone unless you want to drop someone else. Yeah, both of us did that with uh, our mock ballots. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, that's, you know, I guess, I guess, uh, what we expected to happen. I can't believe Omar Vizquel actually got to 23%. That was... That's mind-blowing. It, it beat up, beat out both of our expectations. <laughs> like, I knew the, the, I mean, I guess, I love that, like, I, I think realistically, we're now in a time where we don't really have to worry about Omar Vizquel ever getting into the Hall of Fame. True. Because a lot of stuff is out there. There still hasn't been any verdicts in any of those cases, and that could come out in the next year, and that could really affect things. But even still, like hypothetically, if if all this were to be dropped, I still don't think he's gonna get he's gonna get support back from a lot of the people that dropped him. Yeah, and it's not a thing of like even you know even his biggest supporters know he's not a top tier Hall of Fame player in general, yeah. so it might not be worth it for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, to you know, still make that decision. It's not like he was a guy who you know has these allegations, but had you know like 95 wins above replacement. Yeah, it's not the case. Uh, you know, he's he was already kind of a fringe candidate as it as it was, and then you have uh, whatever allegations that he had. Um, but uh, anything anything more to discuss with this um, Hall of Fame ballot? Jeff Kent gained. Point three percent. Yeah, a lot of people staying stagnant, which Setting makes sense. Up. Manny Ramirez gained. Uh, actually, Manny Ramirez gained. A, no, he didn't. He went from twenty eight point two to twenty eight point nine. A lot of people staying put. Yeah. Um, which I guess makes sense. And uh, next year, I think we see some of those numbers start to go up again. Yeah. Um, right. I I love that we get to keep the narrative of the private ballots loving Omar Vizquel. I mean, more th- more than last year. <laughs> Way more, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> he went up. He doubled his percent. Yeah, he went from like eleven percent to twenty three percent. So yeah, if he's if he's like forty five percent on the public ballots at some point, watch out. <laughs> yeah, he might he might be a hundred percent on the private <laughs> Dude, ballots. Yeah. Dude, yeah. If he were to get back to like fifty eight percent on the on the public ballots, he's in. Yeah, yeah, like guaranteed. Chalk it up. <sighs> well, I guess that's everything I have to say. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I guess. Uh, what I'll say is, and yeah, I'll say that, you know, the Hall of Fame. It's. This was a swift reminder of the Hall of Fame is not an objective thing of this is these are the best players in baseball. It's it's a certain type of best player in baseball. They put in they put in mostly the they put in mostly the uh, the best players, but not always. It's it's not always the case because of different reasons. And uh, you know this was a swift reminder of that. Um, of you know how these results have gone with you know Bonds, Clemens, Schilling, and also I believe Sosa, you know, uh, not being elected after ten years, and and yeah, so like 
the Hall of Fame is is a pretty subjective a sub- pretty subjective place. I think it always was, but um, you know, this was a swift reminder that. Like if it, like if they get in via today's game era committee, which their first opportunity fortunately comes next year, and then after that it's every two or three years. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you know, I'm glad I'm excited for people to care about an era committee election. True. Like true. it's like comes at such a random time. It's like a random Sunday, Sunday evening in December. Yeah. Meanwhile, like Colts Titan is Titans is like the main event of sports, and yep. then you got this random. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, Bud Fowler is a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's um, uh, so it, got- is, it is quite random. Um, but yeah, I think uh, you know, I don't think it necessarily takes away from their impact on the game and how great they were as players it's just you know how things how things kind of rolled with voters the way Um, i always yeah the way i always see it is like if you want to have a problem with what they did on the field that's fine if you want to have a problem with what kurt schilling says that's fine but give yourself the opportunity to express that to his plaque yeah yeah right right very true. Very well. Very well put. I think we'll end on that. Um, all right. So we hope you enjoyed this uh, reaction episode 170 and a half. Congratulations to David Ortiz. Congratulations. Well deserved to, to David Ortiz. Uh, the first. I think the first great player that we watched. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the best way of saying it, right? Yeah, and like the guy, and yeah, for for what he means to like uh, Red Sox fans our age, he was like the first, one of the first guys that you rooted for as a Red Sox fan. It was like him, him and Pedroia. Mm-hmm. He was the guy that who was the guy to pay attention to, the guy you didn't want to be, you know, have a bathroom break for his at bat. Yeah. Um, you know, you wanted to, you know, keep your eyes on him at all times, and uh, you know. The cliche of him, you know, you, you always wanted him up when it mattered most. You know, extremely, extremely true. Um, but yeah. Oh, look at this. <laughs> look at this. Kevin Millar cameo. <laughs> Kevin Millar cameo on MLB Network. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, follow me on Twitter at Chris underscore Gian to follow Daniel on both Twitter and Instagram at Daniel underscore Curran and follow the show Instagram at Above Replacement Radio. And uh, and we hope you enjoyed this reaction episode, and we will see you um, at some point in the future talking about the all the happenings or lack thereof in Major League Baseball once again. See you then.